coming up, the Dodgers officially clinch a playoff spot for real this time, and Framber Valdez continues to dazzle for Houston. This is Locked On Game to Game MLB. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. We're going to start out with the Dodgers, who thought they had clinched a playoff spot on Sunday, but Major League Baseball said yesterday that they had overlooked a potential three-way tie for the NL West that could have bounced them. But no matter for that, because they won on Monday against the Diamondbacks and made it officially official. Locked on Dodgers and Locked on Diamondbacks break things down from both sides. Ryan Nelson had a 543 ERA in AAA this year. After two starts in the big leagues, he has an ERA of zero. Unfortunately for him and his Diamondbacks teammates, he couldn't pitch the whole game. What's up? It's Jeff from Locked On Dodgers. The Dodgers couldn't, they didn't have an answer for Ryan Nelson uh, through the first six innings, but then Kyle Nelson came in in the seventh inning. They found the answer to that. Max Muncy doubled. JT got on on a fielder's choice. And Chris Taylor walked to load the bases. Trace Thompson sacked fly. And two run double by Cody Bellinger cleared the bases. Kyle Nelson takes the loss wasting a great start by Ryan Nelson uh, and the Mookie Betts tacked on a three-run homer in the ninth inning to give the Dodgers a six to nothing win. Uh, good team win. Tyler Anderson was awesome again. Pitched seven shutout innings, two strikeouts, two walks. Uh, it's like, you know, kind of classic Tyler Anderson, except a couple more walks than we would have expected. Doesn't strike out a ton of guys, just he, he makes the pitches when he needs to. Tonight, it was getting ground balls when he needed. He had three double plays turned behind him, almost a fourth one. And uh, each of the first three innings, first guy got on. No, first guy got out, second guy got on, third guy hit a ground ball. Uh, and two of those three, they turned in the double play. So great game for Tyler Anderson, great game for the Dodgers. They uh, clinched a postseason spot again for the second in a row, and they reduced their magic number at NLS to one. So check out Locked On Dodgers first thing in the morning for everything you need to know about this game. The D-backs rookie pitcher, Ryan Nelson, had another fantastic start this time against the juggernaut la dodgers but the d-backs offense did not back him up as they got shut out six to nothing miller thomas of locked on dimebacks here ryan nelson has now set the d-backs franchise record by starting his career with 13 scoreless innings and it's an active streak so zach allen ryan nelson might be on your heels but the offense did not back up Ryan Nelson tonight as they were only able to muster up like five or six hits. And the bullpen was also very poor tonight as they have been for a lot of the second half. The other Nelson, Cal Nelson, who's been one of the best D-backs relievers, arguably the best D-backs reliever this season. As soon as he came in, the Dodgers pummeled him and he gave up three earned runs. Kenyon Middleton came in the ninth inning and gave up a three-run shot to Mookie Betts. Offense not good, bullpen not good, but at least Ryan Nelson continues to impress. For more, check out the Locked on Dimebacks podcast for more Dimebacks news, coverage, and insight. The Cubs don't have any playoff hopes, but it hasn't stopped them from playing spoiler as of late. They handed the Mets a loss on Monday that New York desperately needed to avoid. Locked on Cubs tells you how Chicago got it done. Well, just another day at the office for the Cubs. Some big home runs from Rafael Ortega and Zach McKinstry leads the Cubs to a win over the Mets, who need to pretty much win as many games as they can now as they're in a fascinating race with the Atlanta Braves. The real story here for a future Cubs perspective is Javier Assad continues to kind of just grind through his starts. It's not the prettiest thing in the world. He doesn't miss a ton of bats, but... The results are there, and you can't argue with results when you're going into the Big Apple against the Mets 
having the best season they've had in years, and you find a way to shut them down to one earned run through six innings and set yourself up for a win. So credit to Assad, credit to Barry, I mean Ortega and McKinstry, and uh, another win for the Cubbies. Uh, tomorrow it's going to be a little bit tougher as it's going to be Adrian Sampson versus Jacob deGrom. Framber Valdez pitched his first career complete game shutout against the Tigers yesterday. That was more than good enough for his 24th straight quality start. Locked on Astros goes over another easy win for Houston. 24 straight quality starts for Framber Valdez. He did it again, and he did it in glamorous fashion. He didn't just go for the boring six innings. He went complete game shutout, six hits, Eight strikeouts, only one walk. It was brilliant. Dusty Baker trusted in his ace, and it was just awesome experience. And wait, what? Yeah, James Click, you're looking for a job possibly next year? Oh, okay. Well, you've been doing a great job. Why don't the Astros resign you? Oh, uh, Dusty Baker, we don't know about Dusty Baker either. Oh, so we'll have to be talking about that on this edition of the Locked on Astros podcast. The Astros offense exploded for seven runs and just so much going on. Alvarez throwing people out of the plate, defensive gems everywhere, and a lot of hits with runners in scoring position. We'll talk about this and more on this edition of the Locked on Astros podcast. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bars on the market. They're all made with 100% real chocolate, but they're good for you as well because they're high in protein, but low in sugar and low in fat. They come in dozens of different flavors and they all taste really great. If you head over to Built.com and you can use our promo code LOCKEDON15, it gets you 15% off of your order. Just put in that promo code LOCKEDON15 to get you 15% off of your order at Built.com. The Marlins played eight runs in the fifth inning last night, and that was more than good enough to get a win over Texas. Locked on Rangers details what went wrong in Miami. The Rangers snagged a rare one-run win and showed off a fantastic offensive game for Marcus Simeon and got John Gray back and healthy while splitting a doubleheader in Miami. I'm Bryce Patrick, host of the Locked on Rangers podcast. This was the dumbest scheduled game of the season because of all the machinations of the lockout the rangers had to come from arlington to play this doubleheader in miami then head back but the rangers did the most to make the most of it after a win a three to two win a decent performance from glenn Otto tied his season long outing of six innings solid outing from him multi-hit game from nathaniel lowe of course what else do you expect josh young came up with a big clutch rbi double in the three two win bullpen held strong for the final three innings the rangers were off to a great start in this one only one unearned run by John Gray in his first back did not have a rehab start, so we only had a shorter outing. Three and two-thirds innings, one hit, no walks, five strikeouts against offense in baseball, but still managed to put up an eight-spot. Horrible, horrible fifth inning of work. This was just a really bad game for AJ Lex. He only got one out, and that was finished off that fourth inning. Then once he came out for that fifth inning, he allowed three walks and one hit and four runs, all of which were earned. Brett Martin came in and just could not close it out. He could not get out of that rough inning, an inning and two-thirds. Five runs, four of those were earned. He was in a rough way as well, but the Rangers nearly came back. A three-hit game from Marcus Simeon, who finished a double shy of the cycle. Some really big home runs. Josh Young hit a massive, uh, massive shot in the fifth inning. Marcus Simeon hit his massive shot as well. And Corey Seager got his 30th home run of the season. 
Not a bad way to split a doubleheader if they only had gotten out of that stupid fifth inning. For more, check out the Locked On Rangers podcast. Mike Trout has now hit a week's worth of home runs. He went yard in his seventh straight game last night. That wasn't good enough, though, to get a win for L.A. The Guardians pad their division lead with the victory. Locked on Angels and Locked on Guardians go over everything for you postgame. Mike Trout extends his home run streak to seven games. Matt Duffy hits his first as an Angel. And both managers get tossed? What's going on, everybody? It's John Frisch, one half of Locked On Angels. And while the Halos dropped this game 5-4 to four to the Guardians, Mike Trout was able to extend his franchise-leading home run streak to seven games in a row. He is one shy of the major league record and could tie that in tomorrow's game. Matt Duffy hit his first home run as an Angel this season, and it was a two-run shot, as was Mike Trout's. So the Angels got back into this game after Reed Detmers was not quite his sharp self. He went five innings pitched, six hits, four earned runs, two walks, and only three Ks. Not his best outing. Aaron Loop gave up the go-ahead run, and the Guardians were able to close this one out. But the weirdest thing was Terry Francona was arguing a call at the plate with Ron Culpa. Culpa tossed him. Then Ryan Tapera wanted warm-up tosses. Culpa wouldn't give it to him, so Nevin argued with him. He tossed Nevin. There was like a whole seven-minute streak of no pitch being thrown and both managers getting tossed. Welcome to the Ump Show. We cannot wait for robot umpires here at Lockdown Angels. Mike and I are going to break it down for you, so please join us at Lockdown Angels on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. So if you check out Lockdown Guardians tonight, I completely do the entire Tito bit. I'm kidding. I... I keep the colorful metaphors off the show. I do not uh, get into what was a very weird game uh, with the multiple ejections. And then after, you know, people talking about karma, uh, the umpire taking a ball to the mask with two outs in the ninth. It's not karma. It meant that Class A had to sit there and wait. I would have rather just him finish the inning and the win be in the books. But the win ended up getting there. The White Sox um, not playing. The Twins not playing. Cleveland is up three on the White Sox and five on the Twins. And because there is no tiebreaker game this year, uh, Cleveland has almost, I think, needs one more win against both to win the week, the win the series for the year against those teams, which gives them a tiebreaker. So not only is it a three-game win, but it's almost like three and a half because those teams have to beat the Guardians to win the division. Otherwise, if it's a tie, Cleveland wins. So Cleveland won the game. Tito lost his mind. Nevin lost his mind. The manager, uh, the umpire, currently might be unconscious somewhere. Go check it out and hear me get in-depth about this game and more on today's Locked On Guardians. The Giants have also been enjoying their role of playing spoiler to potential playoff teams as they got a 3-2 win over Atlanta on Monday. Locked On Giants tells us how their team took down the defending champs. The Giants didn't get back into the Bay Area until about 5 a.m. last night coming home from Chicago, but they didn't look tired tonight facing the defending champion Braves, a really good team, and they beat them. Ben Kaspik with the Lockdown Giants podcast. Alex Cobb just continues his resurgence since having an ERA in the mid-sixes early in the season. Peripherals were good. Trust the peripherals because they proved to be more indicative of his talent, and he is showed that time and time again here. He is just having a really strong season. 
and seven shutout innings tonight. But then things got a little weird in the eighth. Gabe Kapler went to Zach Littell, and Littell allowed the first four base runners to reach, then got the fifth hitter to hit into a double play. But still, two runs had scored, and the tying run was on third base. Lefty Matt Olson coming up, and you're going to a left-handed reliever. Makes sense, right? Well, not to Zach Littell, who handed the ball kind of aggressively to Kapler and then ran his mouth a little bit, and Kapler looked beside himself like, what the heck are you doing here? And once he got back into the dugout, he took Littell into the tunnel and and gave him a talking to. So some drama there. I thought Kapler handled it really well. It was a foolish showing by Zach Littell, who I thought got more rope in that inning than he ultimately deserved. But Scott Alexander came in, did his job. He's been a really nice addition to this bullpen in the brief time that he's been here. He ended up closing out the game in the ninth. So We'll break all of this down on tomorrow's Lockdown Giants. Talk about Wilmer Flores' extension a little more as well. Where's your team every day? That's all for today on Locked On Game to Game. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you go and check out your team's Locked On podcast and subscribe to Locked On MLB on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.